Welcome to another episode of Series Scrapped. I'm Sarah. And I'm Bruce. And we have finally wrapped up True Calling. And so now we want to break it down, break down the whole series as a whole instead of the episodes. Now we can make informed Informed opinions. opinions. (laughs) Not that you couldn't already. But this yes. was my first time watching it through. So. Right, right. So I needed, I needed to see the whole season. Series. I had previous opinions, <laughs> but I did not. But yeah, so we will discuss those opinions. So we'll get right into it. Okay, so we have some very specific questions that we will go through every single series that we wrap up. Um, the series that was. Scrapped before it's time. Um, And our first little um, section is a recast. So if we were going to reboot this TV show today, who would we cast as the characters? Um, So Bryn. And I'm going to say with this whole breakdown, I feel like Bryn is going to have way better insight (laughs) than I am. I don't know if that's true. Throughout the whole thing. Like, I mean, I might be able to break down some episodes pretty good, but, like, this is really going to be where Bryn is going to shine. So. um, Just because this is my business. Right. Well, I mean, that, that's, it makes sense because, you know, you live and breathe this stuff. I just fix computers. So, um. So yeah, so let's, um, well, so I'll defer to Bryn on every question and then maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll have some two cents to add. It probably won't be very good. Just I'm know sure that ahead of time. Good. So who would you recast for True Calling? Um, for True, I put Melissa Benoist. What is she in? I can't she think of her. She is Supergirl. Oh, okay. Good. I like that. Lots of running still. So good. Yes. And I feel like she has that serious space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but truth be told, Brian and I discussed this, and we feel like anyone could be true. There's nothing, like, especially unique about the character. Actually, what he said was, if Elijah Dushku could do it. <laughs> <laughs> then anybody could do it. And I was like, hey. <laughs> Just because she doesn't have a huge range doesn't mean we don't still love Elijah Dushku. <laughs> Yeah, I thought the character like has some like dark side to her. Yes, so so definitely a more serious actress. Yes. Yeah, I. So picked... I do think Melissa Benoit. I think that's how you say her name. Uh, Benoit sounds about right. I'm gonna butcher this girl's last name too because I picked Chloe Moretz. Oh, I know of her. I don't. I'm not sure what. Tell me. What, um, I'm not kick, sure I've seen anything. Kick she's a. In. She is the lead I in. I've seen that. The movie. It, okay, if you see up. her face, you would totally know to, like, exactly. We like leave IMDb up when we do these. We really podcasts. should, yeah. <laughs> so, like, seriously, as soon as you see her face, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I totally know who that is. So part of the reason I know yeah. of her is because she was, my my writing partner put her in our dream team. Oh, for Chloe Moretz. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I do know of her, but I don't think I've seen anything she's in. Because I, I think, like, especially with the, like, and I apologize for the family-friendly, but it's the name of the movie, Kick-Ass. Um, <laughs> like, she totally nails this whole, like, dark 
Mm. You know, and like and some of her early roles, Supernatural, the Amity Horror. Um, she has done quite a bit of serious. Yeah, so like stuff, I think she's got so. that serious face. Oh, she like, was Carrie in a remake of Carrie. So. Oh, there you go. So she can do serious. She is totally what we're saying. can. Um, I forgot that she's in that new Tom and Jerry movie, like the oh, brand, she's brand in Hugo. new. I have seen Hugo. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and If I Stay. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's a movie. Boy, she did very many kick-ass movies. Yes, Not just, like, good movies, but, like... (laughs) (laughs) But sequels upon sequels. Also, she's in 500 Days of Summer, which I did see once, but I didn't love. Oh, yeah, I never saw that. That's Aubrey Plaza, right? Or no? No, it's... Um... Zoe Deschanel. That's the one. And I'm not a big Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, no. I mean, I like her sister because I like Bones. Love her sister. But yeah, she's just a little off for me as well. Um, probably her best role is in Bones, actually, Zoe Deschanel. Um, <laughs> she comes in as her sister's cousin, actually, oh, really? <laughs> for like an episode or two. And she's like super, super weird. That's it's funny. my favorite. But, yeah. but Zoe Deschanel... <laughs> Whether you like Zoe Deschanel or or not, you should look up the SNL skit "Being Quirky with Zoe Deschanel." Oh, that um, sounds funny because it's hilarious. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. And um, that it's amazing. And uh, Kristen Wiig is um, Wig Wig. I think it's Wig. Whatever. Yeah. Her name. Uh, she she does an impression of. Um, Drew Barrymore um, in that skit, and okay. it's like incredible. Really, if you closed your eyes, you wouldn't know it wasn't Drew Barrymore. Oh, that's funny. like she just nails the. She impression. just nails it. It's so incredible. That's and awesome. I think, I think that's the one where Sofia Vergara is Fran Drescher. Ah, <laughs> and it's amazing. Like you would not think she could do a great Fran Drescher, could, but she does. That's hilarious. It still has that hint of. Spanish accent, uh-huh, but like, yeah. but oh my gosh, it's funny. Oh, it, that whole skit just that kills me. Yeah, totally check that out. Okay, yes. continue with your recasting. Okay, Davis, we decided to just leave Zach. That's what I said. <laughs> I we like, like, it kind of doesn't matter how old he is. Yeah, he could have been working at the morgue all this time. Right? Yeah, that's exactly what I put. Is it keep Davis? There's just Zach Galifianakis. No, there's just no way you could replace no, him. No, I totally agree. That's um, exactly what I have first. <laughs> I I didn't have a Harrison, and I'm okay. a little disappointed in that because. I think it's important you have a good Harrison. So here's my Harrison, um, Joe Carey, who is Steve on Stranger Things. Yes, always love Steve. Steve is like the best part of Stranger Things. He I'm not really even like is. the biggest fan of Stranger Things. Honestly, yeah. season three got real gross, yeah. real fast. <laughs> I was like, every episode, I was like, let me just, I cannot eat while I watch Stranger Things. <laughs> I couldn't eat while I watched Bones for a while either. Some of the bodies sure. they found, I was like, oh, oh. right, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yes, I, I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right here for it. Well, like, I, he, I think he seems like a good Harrison, like kind of aloof, like a little bit better looking. Good with than... the silly, good with the serious. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I know, right? Love it. I, I was pretty proud of my Harrison pick. Yeah, I'm very proud of it. That's yeah. very, that's a very good one. Thanks. <laughs> Jack, we said Stephen Amell. Who's, Who's that? Green Arrow. 
Oh, interesting choice. Yeah. Um, I went a little bit odd. Um, and I said either James Franco or Dave Franco. Either <laughs> of the Francos, I think. James Franco is so much more capable than people give him credit for. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch Freaks and Geeks? Yes. Long, long time ago. It's been love forever. Love Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. But also love him playing himself in Veronica Mars. <laughs> oh, hilarious. <laughs> so funny. Yes. Um, yeah, he's very talented, I think. Um, he's just not a good script picker, I think. Yeah. Overall. Like, I, I agree. Like, because then I think, like, he can nail that, like, evil side of Jack, you know? Yes. Like, really well. The tricky part about Jack is he ha- he has to walk this line between flirtatious and awesome. Yeah. And also creepy and yeah. evil. And I think James can nail that pretty good. Yes. My other one was actually Robbie Amell, who is Steven's cousin. Oh, how funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, just keep it in the Well, and, and that's funny because I'm James or Dave. <laughs> <laughs> we did keep it in the family for keep both of us. Keep it in the family for Jack. Robbie Amell, I love him, and mm-hmm. I think he'd be very good with the flirty thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure how much he could do the evil, creepy part. Yeah, like that's so what I was having a problem little... with, like with like really clean cut, good looking guys, like for that role. I think. Right. We need a little bit more darkness. Um, for, we actually did do The Dad. Oh, good. I did not. Um, and we moved Jason Priestley over to The Dad. Ah, that's smart! <laughs> so that we could keep him on That there. would have been awesome! <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, so I think that would be just, between Jason Priestley and Zach Galifianakis, I think it would be, like, a good, like, little nod to the previous. Right, right. But, yeah. But still fresh enough that, yes. yeah. No, I love those picks. Anyway, those were the only characters I did. Those, that, that's all I did. I, I didn't do Literally Meredith anyone could or be the best friend. Or, yeah. And Meredith goes to drug rehab for the rest of her <laughs> life, apparently. <laughs> she goes away to drug rehab and then we forget she even exists. I mean, you could, you could bring her in as a thing because I do sort of like that she has this older sister who she sort of can't live up to. Yeah. Like... Meredith is just there judging her the whole time, and right. Meredith is going through drugs. Right, like, right. Like she has no business <laughs> judging yeah. over here. Like, <laughs> and I, I love that because it sort of gives um, true a super flawed mother figure. Yeah, but she true. still gets to have had her mom die and have right. that. Like, so. Um, I, I love the sister thing, but they didn't utilize it well. No. <clears throat> yeah. Agree. All right, so there's our recast picks. Um, let us know if you've got some recast picks of your own. Yes, please. I'd love to see that. Okay, um, moving on to favorite character. Who is your favorite character? Jack. He's absolutely the most amazing character maybe ever written. Like, oh, nice. I just feel like he's so complex and mm-hmm. surprising and still it's, it's one of those things like where you watch a movie – and at the end, you're like, that was amazing. I didn't see any of that coming. And yeah. then you watch it again, and you're like, look at all the things they set up. I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. Right, That's right. how well it was written. Okay, yeah. that's Jack that's as true. a character. Yeah, yeah. Like, you should have seen him coming, and you didn't. And, like, he's so 
complex and like everything and you just pick up on these new little things when you watch him and he's just so like people don't write characters that way anymore yeah it's it's awesome no i love that <laughs> yeah um i picked davis <laughs> but now I'm kind of regretting that because you're right. I think Jack is a better character. I, I think Davis is written really well too. And the thing yeah. about Davis is he is the, like in your, in your hero cycle, right? I don't know if you know about the hero cycle. I don't. Generally, generally, there's a cycle that a hero goes through, right? Where yeah. he meets his mentor and he Oh, well, that's all the story things. brand. That's like yeah, a yeah. huge business, like marketing yes. thing. Yes. So. Yes. So I know that I know the cycle. So Zach Galifianakis is the mentor, right? The, right. right. Uh, and yes. And as a mentor, he is Sorry. one of the best guides mm-hmm. out there, yeah. the way he's written, partly because he's relatable. Yeah. He doesn't feel like a fairy godmother. Right, or right. Unattainable. Like, yeah. Like. He's just a person with really good insight. Right, right. You know? Um, and so he actually is probably the second best written character in the series too in yeah. my opinion I yeah mean, yeah it's okay it's the first for you like, right right not saying that's wrong i'm yeah. just saying <laughs> so sarah really you're wrong well, but but, <laughs> but he's no. my second pick so but he fine. is the second best because he is he's incredibly complex even though he doesn't seem complex yeah um which is also very hard to write <laughs> right right no that's awesome Okay, so now we have our favorite characters. Who is your least favorite character? Meredith. Meredith. But also, but also Lindsay. Literally sure. anyone in the world could play Lindsay. Like, yeah. there's no depth to her character at all. She's just around half the time. Right. <laughs> um, and, like, part of me just feels like Harrison could do better. Right. Like, <laughs> there's nothing really inherently wrong with Lindsay, but, yeah. like, she's also not special. Sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I picked Harrison, but just because, like, it just seems like he took her powers for granted and, like, really doesn't ever seem to, like, learn anything about himself. Like, just keeps falling into the same ruts and, like, you know, not really growing as a person. You know, there was moments where you're like, oh, Harrison's growing. But then, like, the next yeah. episodes, he's, like, right back to where he started. Yeah. So, it was just frustrating as a viewer to, like, just see such stagnant character where you're like, oh, just yes. do something with your life already. That is the worst. Um, especially when you spot potential in a character to see them not grow. Yeah. Is excessively frustrating. But... Um, with Harrison, I, there was so much potential for him to be something. Yeah. Brian will tell you that when he taught James how to play Mario, James was basically like another villain that you were fighting because he would frequently like, I mean, he was like three when he learned to play Mario, but he would like run into you and push you off a cliff (laughs) or like... He would, like, accidentally steal all the mushrooms that came out of the question mark. And he was like, right. what is happening? Like, yeah. Brian was like, this is the worst. Right. And that is a little bit how true is with Harrison. Like, yes. Harrison is, like, her own personal handicap. Right, right. <laughs> but it would be nice if they utilized Harrison. I think he had the potential to be this amazing character. And, of course, he, he didn't really, like, the series didn't live long sure, enough for them right. to do anything They with could it. have had plans for him. But, but they could have set it up a little better because it didn't feel like they were going to do that anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
but they could have set it up, I think, a little better for him to be this big hindrance and then this big help. Yeah. Right. As, as he progressed as right. a person. Right. Yes. That would be, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go on to top three episodes. I would like, I've debated between like a top five and I'm like, that might be a little much because these series don't have a lot of episodes to choose from. So I'm like, okay, let's just go with top three. You know, I'm a huge Olympics person, so yeah, I'm not top sure. three. I'm not sure these ones are in any particular order. Mine are not in a particular me. order either. Yeah, but um, the ones I had listed. Let me just pull up the recap of what those episodes oh, were because yeah, yeah, sure. I have the title of the episode right and then you're like wait but what, but was, that what about? was that about yeah um enough I had listed enough is good enough is the one for those of you who don't remember where uh True's boyfriend Jensen dies yes and she has to save him and she's not supposed to and it's weird right um weird. and it's weird <laughs> and then the last good day is the one with Maggie Lawson mm-hmm that's actually on my top three as the well. The ending is just so good with Jack. So it's good. It's just so amazing. Like, and you don't see it coming, yeah. and it, like, yeah. Yeah. That is on my top three. Last good day, And then sure. the longest day, the one where she saves all those different people over and over. Yes, that is also on my top three. Like, and I think I mentioned it during our recaps, like, I love this episode. Yes. Like, this is one of my favorites, so. It's a good one. Yeah, so the other one that I had, because um, we'll get to enough, but um, the other one I had was Murder in the Morgue. Um, and this is the one where Davis gets shot. Oh, yes. Okay. You know, and her concern for him, like, throughout, like, the rewind, like, really endears you to the whole situation and you're like oh my gosh you know you don't think that davis is really gonna die but like how's it all gonna play out like i really like yes. that episode a lot um so moving on to worst episode then i actually have enough as my worst episode <laughs> so the ones that are my favorite are the ones where you get a lot of character and world building surrounding jack right so enough is one of those Obviously, it's weird that she's, like, so about saving this boyfriend, and then... Yeah. Um, it would have been cool had the series lived longer than one more episode right. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> it's the second to last episode. Yeah. Um, it would have been cool to have him become super weird and deranged. Yeah. Because he was supposed to die. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm not sure where that would have led us with Jack's point. Right, right. Because then if, he's right. If the like, point of Jack is to stop her every time. Yeah. Well, that hasn't happened to all the other people she's saved. Right. But maybe it has. She's not friends with most of them. Right. Like, are they all going insane right. because they've been saved? Or yeah. is it just this person because he, some people aren't meant to be saved? Right. I mean, he didn't ask, right? She just right. was he saving didn't him. Ask. Yep. So that's that's probably the difference. Right. So it would have been a cool plot device to see that progress yeah, somehow. For sure. Um, but you know. Yeah, I didn't love their relationship. No, so I didn't either. That's not rooting for that. One reason I hated the episode because I'm just like, just let him die. Um, my worst episode is two weddings and a funeral because having sure. to choose between Harrison and Luke was 
Oh, that's true. That is the worst. Like, Like, no, I can't let either of those people die. Yeah. Like, I, for me, worst episode is less about the plot and more about, like, what episode do I dread? Like, oh, this one's so boring. I don't like it. Like, you know, like, so I love Two Weddings and a Funeral because, like, it's super intriguing and you're like, oh, but yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Like, I did not like to see Luke die. Oh. Yeah, the worst. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, well, because plus, like, I mean, not necessarily one of my top three favorite episodes, but the Fireman episode, you know. Yes. Where he dies, you're just like, oh, True cannot catch a break. <laughs> no, she really cannot. Like, <laughs> these poor men in her life dying. Um. Okay, so let's break down even further. Let's figure out why was it canceled? What are your thoughts about why it got canceled? From a writing standpoint, it floundered for too long. This is Um, where Bryn's going to make all the money, all the good points. (laughs) So if you look at Veronica Mars, um, each season has its own villain. Yes. Um, and that Buffy too. Buffy had, yes. And that gives, uh, structure to the season as a whole. Yes. But where they brought in Jack, who was such an important part Mm -hmm. of what she does and, and the world building and everything. And they didn't bring him until what? Episode 15. Right. Yeah. Like that's too long. Yeah. You should have had a few episodes without him because she was getting used to it. We were getting used to it. We were figuring out what her powers were, what her team was. Right. Like three, four episodes, maybe in bring in Jack. Yeah. But because it felt like they were getting through this season and then they were like, you know what she needs? You know, like she needs a bigger you know, villain yeah, to when it, combat. When they wrote Frozen, it feels like they got towards the end and were like, "Oh, we forgot to put in a villain." Yeah. <laughs> um, let's just hey, switch let's, him. That guy. Yeah. Let's make him bad. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, that's kind of how it felt because all the advertising leading up to Frozen made yeah. you think that Elsa was the bad guy. Oh, which I think was right. sort of a point they were making. Yeah, but. Then it felt like, oh, we were so focused on Elsa being the bad guy and then not really being the bad guy that we forgot to put in a real bad guy. An actual bad guy. You know, and that's kind of how it feels. Um, That's how Jack feels. Oh, shoot. She needs like a major conflict. Right. Let's just throw someone in there. I mean, they're lucky it was Jason Priestley. Right. (laughs) You're going to throw somebody in there. You know, make it be Jason I Priestley. I mean, did anyone know how talented he was? Or did we just think he was pretty all yeah. this time? Like, <laughs> I mean, really. Come I feel on. like he's completely underutilized <laughs> in the film world right now. Dear Christmas was amazing, though. Um, Yes. <laughs> and my nine-year-old niece agrees. <laughs> That's amazing. Her new favorite movie. I love it. Oh, remind me to give you some DVDs back. Oh, yes. I'm like, um, speaking of Christmas movies. I know. <laughs> um, anyway, yes. I think it floundered for too long before it found its structural ground. That makes sense. Yeah. So people pieced out before. I actually think the Twilight movies have the same problem. Mm, I think yeah. the very last Never Twilight movie Never want actually has real structure. Oh, interesting. 
And I was like, oh, how sad that you found your footing on the last movie of the <laughs> franchise. Time. Like, <laughs> I know that the books were, you know, what they were, but you still could have written better movies from right. them. Like, good grief. You don't have to follow the source material exactly. I mean, just pick up some structure and some, like, real <laughs> changes would have really helped a lot. <laughs> Um, my big thing was, because I was watching it real time, sure. um, I did have a TiVo at the time, and that was, like, rare. <laughs> Nobody had TiVos. I mean, like, and the select people that did have a TiVo were like, oh, my gosh, DVR is the most amazing thing yes. you could ever experience. <laughs> and, yes, like, loved, loved, loved my TiVo. So I was able to record shows... It was up against the last season of Friends, which I would say is poor. Um, yeah. You know, don't put your a ten new... season show. There's no way it was. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't put your your brand new show that you're trying to get people to on that. So. Um, Um, yeah, so that's the main reason I think it got canceled is because it was, I mean, I, granted, you have a really good point, too, because, you know, nobody got enough traction to to stay through the series, but um, going up against the final season of Friends. That's yeah, I definitely feel like Brian and I, when we got to Jack, is when we were like, okay, all right, we're, you know, we're <laughs> Now we're it. in it. Yeah, <laughs> and if you weren't sticking around for 15 episodes of... Of yeah. not Jack. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a long time to ask you to fight off the Friends crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think you've already kind of touched on this a little bit, but what might have saved it? Um, either bringing in Jack sooner or saving Jack for season two and yeah. having a different problem. A different villain for the first. Yeah. yeah. Bringing him in at the end of the season was weird. Yeah. He should have either been a season one or a season two problem. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, because kind of like what they do with Veronica Mars is, like, you get little tidbits of the greater crime. Like, right. You know, and so they could have, you know, had this greater crime. Like, you know, maybe maybe somebody's a serial killer and they keep, like, finding, you know, bodies of the silly, his so, serial killer. His victims keep getting saved. <laughs> right, his victims yeah. keep getting saved. And then, like, they... They, but they still haven't found who's doing it. You yes, know? yes. Like, Something like this would have been good. Yeah. Especially while you're building her world, her her powers, her team. And then season two, you could throw a wrench in it with Jack. Yeah. Um, and that would have been also acceptable. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Um, but just more structure would, yeah. have, would have helped save it. Although, you know, a better... Better prime time slot. That's it. <laughs> like that's my main thing. Like maybe a better prime time slot would yep. probably yep. not right on Thursday night against must see TV on NBC. So that's, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna kill anything really. Yes, it is. Um, so our final thing is our overall rating. So here at Series Scrapped, we rate things on a scale of one to five. Remotes. <laughs> because we all have five remotes. Because we had two have all. 
at least do. five remotes. Yeah, because there's like one, two, three, It's like a TV four. and a sound system and a Roku and a right. DVD player and a... Like... Yeah, um, so did you know, like, my favorite thing of all time is my Logitech Harmony remote um, because you just, you know, you can... One remote. One remote to, to rule, rule them, them all. all. Exactly. <laughs> um, they're discontinuing the Harmony remote. No. I know. I'm like broken hearted. I almost want to Did go out and buy a brand new. Did they even ask for your opinion on this? Right? They should have. They're like, hey, Sarah, so we're thinking of getting rid of the Harmony. Nope. Nope. Best just to shut all that down. Don't. Yeah. Shut it down. Nope. Not happening. My favorite David from Schitt's Creek quote. Best, to Best shut just to shut all that, that down. down. I love it. Love David. <laughs> So, on a scale of one to five remotes, how many remotes would you give the series Bryn? I gave it three and a half. <laughs> nice. That's where, like, I, because I can't quite, I feel like I can't give it four. Yeah. But I feel like three is too low. Yeah. I think I'm right there with you on it the three and a half. Definitely, I loved the casting. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not just Jason Priestley. I, I rave about Jason Priestley, but the cast is good. Yeah. And they work well together and off of each other and things like that. And that's great. Uh, and the idea is good. I love the idea. Yeah. Um, but they didn't focus enough on, like, they just were haphazardly writing some episodes for a while. And then it started to have, right like, structure. So it just kind of felt weird. Um, so I can't really give it, you know, too many stars. but Or yeah. too many remotes. Right, so right, right. Come on, Bryn. <laughs> Get Come it together. On. Yeah, because I would say, like, you know, a five-remote show, Schitt's Creek, Veronica Mars. Yeah. And so I don't think it's quite up there. Much more structure, much more um, stability. Yeah. And obviously shows that run, like, way more seasons. The more seasons they run, obviously the better they're doing at at their job. uh, What's the Supernatural and Grey's Anatomy have been, like... Yeah insane on the number of seasons. They can't even believe Grey's Anatomy is still happening. They've killed off almost the entire hospital at this point. That's insane. (laughs) Is it still the main girl too? Yeah. Like she's been doing that show for Yes. And I stopped watching after the first episode of season eight. And at that point, her mom, her dad, and her sister had all died. (laughs) And in the process of the show. They're not the only people, for sure. Right. But also, a few seasons after that, her husband died. Yeah, because <laughs> like, I was going to say, doesn't McDreamy yes, die? Yes, he does. McSteamy died in the same plane crash that her sister died in. Oh, wow. And I liked McSteamy so much better. Not that I don't love Patrick Dempsey. Uh, oh, I love But that. when Mark and Lexi died, I was like, I'm out, You're right, that's Shonda. It. I'm out. <laughs> you killed the no best more. couple on here, and we're done. Yeah. Ugh. She's yeah. the worst. She's the worst. <laughs> All right. So there's True Calling. Um, we're wrapping that sucker up. And if you have, oh, we didn't even tell people to subscribe. Because we forget that. We sometimes. forget that sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> but definitely subscribe and, and share it. Share this with your friends. Um, hopefully, you can find some True Calling episodes to watch. <laughs> Come to our house. Come to our house. I'll share my Plex. It's fine. We both have them on DVD now. Right? It's perfect. See? Perfect. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.